Welcome to the Liberty Tree, podcasting from Family Life Church in Swanee, Georgia. In the big rock candy mountains, the jails are made of tin, and you can walk right out again as soon as you are in. There ain't no short handle shovels, no axes, saws, or picks. I'm a going to stay where you sleep all day, where they hung the Turk that invented work in the big rock candy mountains. Bound it down, load it up and truck it. We gonna do what they say can't be done. We got a long way to go and a short time to get there. I'm eastbound, just watch old bandit run. Yeah, that's true. I mean, <laughs> the boys are thirsty in Atlanta and there's beer in Texarkana. <laughs> Oops. You know, have you ever been to Texarkana? Yes. Uh, what's, the, I have. What's, the, what's the capital of Texarkana? I've heard. I've, uh, <laughs> I don't know if I have been to Texarkana. No, I, it was really cold. Yeah. Yeah, it was winter time. In wow. Texas? Oh, okay. No, it was like, you know, Texarkana. Texas, Texas Arkansas. Arkansas. Oh. Kansas. I don't know. I guess something like that. But my, it's very my... I mean, I don't know what it's like now. This was years ago, but it's very uh I don't know, it wasn't the nicest kinda, place. Kind of bleak. Yeah, it was really bleak. It was really yeah. cold. Yeah. It was only there for a few days. Well, Smoky. I, I, I have a feeling that most of the time people are passing through from one side to the other. Yeah, I, I think they don't, so. They don't linger too long. I think so. Yeah. I think so. We was at a church service with Dad there, so yeah, and uh, spent some time there. You spent did. a lot of places actually. Yeah. yeah, you didn't see like frog like running out of her wedding ceremony. <laughs> to Who? Frog. Who's Sally Field. Sally Field. The character in Smokey and the Bandit. I never yeah. really seen all Smokey and the Bandit. What? Well, well, we're gonna let you stay as a member of the podcast anyway. So. <laughs> I mean, I've seen clips of it. <laughs> actually, is. the other day I was driving down the road, and I did see. Smokey and the Bandits, like you know the Eagle, yeah, but the Trans newer Am. model one, right? You know they came out with the new model. It's like the Camaro, yeah, but it looks like the Firebird Trans Am. Trans Am. Mm -hmm. That was nice. I yeah. wanted that car so bad. Six point six high output, uh, four. I think four fifty five. I can't remember what how the, what the cubes are, but it's six point six liter. But you know, in nineteen seventy seven, they the emissions restrictions or you know compression <laughs> yeah. ratios. I mean. Yeah. It only made about 160 horsepower. I mean, it wasn't like a, wasn't really what we. Yeah, you know. exactly. Yeah, and, and I'm sure, I'm now. sure since I've, everything I just said, I'm sure all you purists out there will tell me all the stuff I just said wrong. But just in general, it was, you know, it was kind of a, a good car, I guess, for the time. But it was just sort of like my Monte Carlo. I mean, I loved that car, but it was rated at like 150 horsepower, you know. I mean, so you're saying like the emissions back then in America well, was, was not as strict as it is now? It Well, they, I guess they lowered the compression ratios in cars starting in 1970. So that's why when you see like a 1970 Chevelle Supersport, it's rated at 450 horsepower. The, you know, uh, you know, the compression ratio is like 11 to one or 10.25 to one or something like that. And they're, you know, they would just, you know, just could really, you know, haul, mm -hmm. you know, but then, like you look at the same car in 71 or 72, they were still available with that 454 engine, but all of a sudden the ratings are going down, horsepower and torque and compression and all that stuff. And it was partly due to pressure from the insurance companies because people were, you know, young guys were flipping them and killing themselves, you know, because these cars were so fast and, you know, they were really fast in a straight line, but didn't have a whole lot of 
handling or steering or brakes and that sort of thing. So it was just unless you your know. name's Burt Reynolds. Right. Yeah. So by the time you got to the mid seventies, you had these cars like you know these Firebirds and you know Mustang Twos and stuff that you know they were just a shadow of the cars that were available right. five or six years earlier. You know, right. um, and that that six point six Trans Am is sort of you know it looks cool and but it wasn't really like a super. It was, demon, it was a cool-looking car. But, I mean, I seen, I would, I, but, I would, but let me say, I would drive one in a heartbeat. So Yeah. Well, I've seen, like, parts of the movie. Yeah. So you'd see that car, like, flying through the road. And you're like, right. man, that's nice. <laughs> I remember when I was old enough to, find, to kind of connect the dots that, so I know it's, it's kind of obvious to an adult who's watching, but I guess as a kid, you know, it, it wasn't as obvious. So I got older, and I was like, wait a minute. This, the bandit's from Georgia. That's right. This is, this is my people. Yeah, this, I, I had a, a kind of like a proud moment, like yeah. Yeah, he had that state flag of Georgia license plate on the front, which I the minute I had a car was that like the first thing I got was a state flag, of, you know, the old Georgia state flag license plate on the front, and you know, especially when I had that black uh, Grand Marquis, I had that on the front, and man, I just you know, Smoking the Bandit, right there. Exactly, it was like it, it was a shout out to people saying, "Hey, Smoking the Bandit, that's my." It's kind of like uh, Bowen. What's the names again? Bo and Luke Duke. Bo and yeah. Luke Duke. Dukes of Hazard. Dukes of Hazard. Yeah. I'm, another I'm saving that thing, theme song it? for another episode. Well, and, and General you know, Lee. Well, and that shows was sort of sprang forth because of the interest generated in sort of Southern culture by Smokey and the Bandit. Mm. You know, here's this movie about this guy that's, you know, he's not really a bad guy, but he's still sort of an outlaw. He's got this <laughs> really souped up car and he's, you know, He's really trying to help people, sort of a modern-day Robin Hood, but, you know. Evading the law. Right. As you if, know. you know. <laughs> but it's all it's all sort of a good-natured fun and that sort of thing and, you know, kind of an all shucks. And, and, and it's funny how, and I don't know because I haven't tried it, but I don't think you can really run from the law anymore, smoking the bandit style or Dukes of Hazard well, style. Certainly, try. certainly Dukes of Hazard. <laughs> I'll tell you that when you're on a gravel road, your wheels don't make a squealing sound. <laughs> like if you ever watch an episode of the A-Team <laughs> yeah. or the Dukes of Hazard, yeah. or maybe even Chips to some extent, <laughs> they'll be on these back gravel roads on these back, ho- <laughs> like these Hollywood back lots where they were shot all these things. <laughs> that it, No matter what state you're supposed to be set in, they all look kind of the same, like, you know, hills of California, basically. And they'll be on a you know typically dirt road, and then you'll hear all these sound effects added. And, you know. <laughs> and of and, course, that one scream that. Right. <laughs> and I have I have driven on some dirt roads, and I have unfortunately, mom, if you're listening, close your ears. I've driven very dangerously on some dirt roads, <laughs> and I have done all sorts of things and never heard the squealing tires. Uh, so. My escapades in vehicles that you know instead of like in a car was my friend would call me up and say. Hey, it just rained. They got a construction site over here. Let's go, man. <laughs> and, you know, we'd get in his yeah. truck, his 1980s Chevy Custom Deluxe, and that's right. Brrr, romping through all the mud. And, yeah. you know, the, the, the aim was to, to whatever color that the truck was prior to the mud and yeah. uh, uh, it was completely gone. And all I could see was red Georgia clay. That's right. Mm, interesting. Yeah, Okie and the Bandit. Yeah, never yeah. seen all of it. Say, seen so, parts of it, mostly. Uh, Jackie Lee's and yeah. all of it's classic. So, yeah. what what crazy things did you do like that in Scotland? I mean, you know, what do know. people in Scotland do? We just I don't know. Had oh. horses and carts. <laughs> 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 oh, your, your traditions and stuff though are awesome, like, especially when it comes to like uh, pre-wedding and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. You get, yeah. Oh yeah. You get like uh, taken 
and then you get like tied to a pole and wrapped <laughs> with cling film or whatever, right. which I which happened to me downtown. Mm. <laughs> downtown. <laughs> with my underwear. Oh, jeez. Were, were you trying to fight it off or did you just have to pay? No, I, just, I just like, you know what? This is going to happen, so I'll yeah. just stand here. Right. Is I was tied to a lamppost and people started <laughs> writing on me. And, and do people come by and go, what, are you getting married or something? I mean... Well, it's not really a tradition here, is it? Yeah. It's more no. of a tra- tradition back home. Right, I got you. Like back home, like in the northeast and stuff, I think they would like mix up these like concoctions of like fish guts and oil and all kinds of stuff right. mixed in a bucket, and then they'd pour it over you. Yeah, and you'd be left in the street somewhere <laughs> with nothing. Was there was there an official term <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know. uh, that this was referred to? Um, blackening, I think it was called. Blackening, if yeah. I remember, yeah. I yeah. think so. And they did it to the I girls, might be wrong. Too, right? Any any Scottish people that are listening, I'm sorry. I'm more Americanized now, I think, than Yeah, it's all just a distant it's memory. It's all a distant for you. memory now. And it happened to the girls too, right? I don't know if I'd it like did or not. I think they didn't get a bucket no, of fish guts on their head. I don't know. think so. Oh, I'm, I'm not thought, sure. I thought, I thought it was. Yeah. No, I don't think so. I must have heard. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the customs what mm. they do now. I've been in America for so long. Yeah. I don't know exactly what they're doing. Our pranks usually revolve around roadkill and firecrackers. <laughs> well, <laughs> but having said that, you know, you know, it's your one last. Yeah. Well, and and I guess when I, I guess, guess when I asked yeah. the question, I you know, and I guess I wasn't trying to steer you in any one particular direction, but you know, I, I mentioned driving way too fast down gravel roads and dirt yeah. roads. He talked about going, you know, mudding through the, you know, right. wet mud. So, what did y'all like? Push stuff off of like cliffs or something. No, I mean, like, no. I mean, I was so young. Whenever I was I never guess, driving yeah. the time. Yeah. I, I mean, the time says you throw rocks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the time, the time I left Scotland when I was a kid, you know, I, I never had them teenage years or them young adult years to to do stuff like that. Most, I think, most of the stuff there just involves drinking. Yeah. Mm. So you know what I mean. And, just, then, and then whatever nonsense comes. Whatever after nonsense you, it comes after you've had a few. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. hmm. that's all there is to do, pretty much. Well, and you know, and we're here at the Liberty Tree Podcast, finally episode fourteen. Fourteen. That's amazing. Wow, fourteen. Mm. So, and we're drinking in the Lord. If I can have a you know really cheesy ball segue from what we were talking about to what we're going to talk about. And big shout out to we got our first review on iTunes. Hey, hey. From like. F-R-F-R-F-R-T-F-R. Like it's S-T-J, S-T-J. I'm assuming that's yeah. his initials. Well, I, I think I know who he is, but because he put his like that that crazy uh, uh, sign, I, 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 I'm guessing he wants to be anonymous. <laughs> he didn't put his address and phone number. But, but, but if it's S-T-J over and over, maybe it's like St. John or St. James. Could it be a saint? Has been giving us a review. Is that are, you, are you saying that Saint John, uh, 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 like, like manifested himself <laughs> to give us a review? <laughs> give us a, a re- I'll, I'll yeah. take that endorsement. That's, that's not <laughs> we'll bad. Take that. well. No, but if you haven't, uh, uh, if you like the show, uh, let me let me you know preface that. If you like the show and you like what you're hearing, please give us a review. Give us a five star review. Really, it's like uh, the car salesman or the the waiter waitress thing. Anything less than five stars is really not going to matter. So if you if you don't want to give us five stars, just, just, <laughs> just don't worry about it. Just keep it to yourself. <laughs> just keep it yourself. Well, you know. Uh, so we've been our last few episodes. We've in our series. We've been you know driving down the gravel road to Emmaus. Um, as fast as we could, nice, so nice. kind of like you in the in back in the <laughs> That's day. That's right. Oh man, <laughs> Smokey the Bandit. Uh, and the worst one ever. I was actually not driving. I was riding in the back of a pickup truck, <laughs> and um, 
and my friend was trying to cut between, you know, 166 and Chapel Hill Road. There was a dirt road that kind of cut the corner. And he was just going as fast as he could, kicking up just huge clouds of dust and stuff. And I was in the back of the truck because I was the genetic odd man out. We had, you know, everybody else in this little pickup truck was like 6'4 or taller. So I was like, <laughs> fine, I'll ride in the back. And I rode in the back all the way from Douglasville out to like uh, Shannon Mall or something. We went really far. It was a long way to ride in the back of a truck. But anyway, we were coming home. We, he took that dirt road. And then right as – I guess he wasn't expecting that we were going to be, you know, dead ending into Chapel Hill Road. So he jammed on the brakes. And this huge cloud of <laughs> dust and dirt just took over the truck. Just blah. And, and I was sitting in the back of it. And it's kind of like when you see a movie and, like, there's, like, the atomic explosion. And the guy, like, sees it coming. You're, like, the tidal wave. And there's nothing you can do. You just, you just have to take it. And that's exactly what happened. Like, you just saw Might this, as well open my mouth. You know, this, yeah, this, this you know, 40-foot-high cloud of dust just, you know, approaching, like, at hurricane speeds. And I was just like, oh, this is going to be – it's going to get worse before it gets better. You know? <laughs> And it just, you know, caked me from head to toe. It was all in my hair, it was in my mouth, nose. I mean, just, you know, as as dirty as I could possibly be, I think, you know, so. That's well, awesome. Yeah. Memories. That's right. When I got my first truck, I first thing thought was, is how do I get a CB radio into this thing? Uh, that was another influence, I guess, is if you had the truck, or even if you had like an old, you know, uh, a muscle car, yeah. For me, anyways, the first thought was, let's see, the CB radio would go, you That's right. <laughs> That's just where my mind went. Yeah. And now we have cell phones, so it's kind of like, you I know, want, you want the CB? The fun. I, I don't know that a lot of people are on it anymore. Like, I don't think they are. Even the truckers? The truckers not on them anymore? I would say truckers yeah. might be, I, I guess. I'm assuming. Well, I, I've actually got a CB that I've got a like a DC inverter power supply for. And I, every time I've ever hooked it up, you know, I've got an antenna. But every time I ever hook it up, I get very sparse Hmm. chatter on it i don't hmm. know so. i thought the truckers would have still used that kind of system it's a pretty decent form yeah. of communication when you're in close proximity of each other i think it's still used i think so too so especially when trucks are like moving in tandem on the interstate right. and like on a long road trip, like a convoy like, yeah convoy. it was a six of june and a light of the moon and a kenworth <laughs> pulling logs cab over pete with a reefer on and a jimmy hauling hogs you know or however that cw mccall song goes awesome yeah. yeah there's a movie that in there convoy oh yeah yeah we Absolutely. love our movies here on the podcast. Yeah, is, that, is, that, is that Chris Christopherson in that? Is he in Convoy? I can't remember. No, 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 can't no. remember. Yeah. Country music. Old where's our southern intern? Movies. Love, yeah, the, yeah, where's the intern at? She, she got a night off, remember? Ah. Uh-huh. Who gave her that? I don't know. I thought one of you guys did. Uh, not me. <laughs> oh, well, she, she's not here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we thought bad about her. <laughs> All right, so on the road to Emmaus, uh, let's see, we left off. Uh, don't know off the top of my head right now, but um, oh, yeah. so Chris Christopherson, our intern just came through. And wow, she like oh, chimed and, in. And, and she and just came in. Allie, great Allie, timing. Allie McGraw and Chris Christopherson. Woo! I got that movie on DVD. Convoy. Uh huh. Why didn't you tell us the answer then? Well, I didn't know because I've never opened it and watched it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> was that like a gag gift? No, it's a long story. No, but long story. I had a friend. We used to try to like outdo each other for giving each other like terrible movies. And the, <laughs> and the rule was you had to keep it and display it. I mean, just, you know, uh, I gave I've got mo- quite a few of them actually. Well, I gave him that movie Zardo's, uh, with, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> with Sean Connery. He made, it's like from the like late seventies, middle seventies. Oh, it's, 
it's this kind of fantasy movie, but he's wearing this, you know, the outfits of bad guys in Superman two wear to kind of, you know, like, you know, <laughs> yes. the, the tall hooker boots, you know, and those terrible outfits. It's like that, but strappier. <laughs> strappier. <laughs> it's, it's like a bikini with the, like, oh. the tall, like and, it's, and it's Sean like, Connery. Like Borat? Yeah, and it's like Sean Connery. He's got this ponytail, <laughs> and he's got this old, like, Webley, like, British revolver. Oh, and it doesn't goodness. make a lick of sense. I mean, the you know, I don't know, I don't know what the producers and directors of that movie. What was were. he thinking? Oh, and do you know that he turned down the the role of uh, Gandalf the Grey? Really, I did not know well, that. He, he didn't want to be typecast. He didn't yeah. think it was going to be a success. Yeah. Yeah. You can't you can't film Lord of the Rings. It's too hard. You shall not pass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd have been awesome. I know. You shall not pass. Get back down the road, will you? <laughs> <laughs> Sean, Sean Connery, by far, at yeah. least top five greatest actors, yeah, yeah. in my opinion, of all yeah. time. He's like the Scottish Clint Eastwood. He's just tough as nails. And He's you know. a good age now. He'd be yeah. in his 80s now. Sir Sean yeah, Connery. Sir, he was knighted. He was knighted yeah. Maybe the last known picture of him when he was at a tennis match. And he gave a fist pump for, uh, what's his name? Andy Murray. That's right. That's when he won the uh, Wimbledon. Was it Wimbledon? I don't, I'm not too sure. Scottish Open, I don't know. Me I mean, and tennis are kind of Americans. <laughs> yeah, it was, uh, he was there, but he hasn't done much movies lately. You remember him in The Rock? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was good in that. Yeah, that was... Stanley Goodspeed. I just liked him in uh, Last Crusade. I oh, suddenly yeah. remembered my Charlemagne. Let yeah. my homage be the trees of the you know, trees and the rocks and the birds of the sky. Yeah. Yeah, he was good in that. Journey, yeah. yeah. <laughs> if you Nazis would try reading books instead of burning them, you know. <laughs> I, I have a quote, but I'm not going to use it. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah this a uh, family show. <laughs> family podcast. Yeah. Trying. We're and trying. Thought, and we were almost about to talk about something important. This, you know. <laughs> yeah, we keep rabbit trails <laughs> keep coming up. So where was we at, Zach? Road oh. to Emmaus, Genesis chapter 3, starting at verse 21. And to kind of recap what this Road to Emmaus is... If you remember in the uh, New Testament, Jesus comes back from the dead. Two disciples are on the road to Emmaus, kind of downcast, and Jesus pops up. And he's like, hey, well, why the long face? What's so glum, chum? Yeah. And, uh, you know, they freak out. You know, you know, you know, who are you? Where have you been? Are you the only person, you know, in, in all of Jerusalem that doesn't know what's happened? And it says that Jesus, beginning with the uh, Moses and the prophets, he walked through all of Scripture, revealing to the disciples all the all that pointed to him, all the parts of Scripture that pointed to Christ. And there's other parts, I believe in Luke, where Jesus says, um, Jesus says, you know, you search the Scriptures for life, and yet they, the Scriptures are, they testify about me. You know, and it kind of feeds into the narrative that, you know, reading the Bible, reading Scripture, it's, it's meant to show us Christ. It's meant to point to Christ. The whole main theme of the Bible is the life and death and resurrection of Jesus Christ for us. And to look at it differently or to try to interpret it differently will lead you off on a rabbit trail from the main point. Mm-hmm. So that, that's the reason why. And so we're now at chapter Genesis chapter 3, and we're just marching our way through the Old Testament all the way up to stop and pause and reflect and uh, comment on passages that could be or possibly are pointing to Christ. It, m- it must have been such an amazing revelation to have Jesus reveal all of that stuff to you. Uh, you know, sort of like, again, like he just, 
he he re, you know he he revealed all of that. Oh yeah, on the road. I mean, just like it must have just been like mind blowing. That's the that's the one that's the one part, one of the main main parts of the New Testament where I wish that was a fly on the wall that I wish I could see that happen. Right. And and even it talks about his two disciples afterwards were saying, "Did our hearts not burn when he was, you know, revealing all this stuff to us?" And then my next question is, why didn't you go back and make highlighters? Right. <laughs> oh, 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 wait, okay, okay, Genesis, right there, right there, right yeah. there. You know, uh, but I think that's part of the gift of, you know, when you're reading the Bible and the Holy Spirit is, you know, reveals, you know, what it's saying. Yes, yeah, that journey mm-hmm. of self-discovery. Right. You know. And and, and, and it's important to understand that, um, that you know, that in— in order to understand Scripture, you do need the assistance of the Holy Spirit, and He's there, and He's promised to be there to help guide and direct you. And there's also other, without getting on this rabbit trail, there's also certain guidelines and, and kind of rules to follow when interpreting Scripture that kind of helps keep us in that lane, because it's so easy to go off the beaten path and you know be distracted by, ooh, squirrel, or ooh, look at that, uh, and you're kind of away from the main point of the passage to begin with. But maybe that'll be a podcast in the future, like how mm-hmm. how to read the Bible. Um, That's right. Well, us as humans, you know, it's just human nature to take things out of context and think well, we what should, it's saying. It's, it's just something oh, completely different. And then when right. you get that revelation, like how these two disciples would have got that clicked. You know, you ever have that feeling when it like, oh. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's and like it's, it's so easy to do because I can't remember who said it, but uh, and it's been said many times before, our, our hearts, man's heart, it's, a, it's an idle factory. We are naturally bent to look at things and make them about us or because you know, the, the worship of self, the idol of self. So it's so easy when reading Scripture, when you come across a passage or you come across something that might be speaking on something totally different. It's so easy to read me. It's so easy to read Zach into the scripture and go, oh yeah, this is how, you know, this is speaking to this in my life, or this is speaking to this, you know, thing that I'm going through right now. And where, you know, I agree that the Holy Spirit can comfort us, but I do not agree that the Holy Spirit would twist twist scripture to comfort us. Does that make sense? So it's, it's tough. And it's not going to say something that it wasn't meant to say, I guess. Right, you know, right. E- e- no matter how bad you want it to. Right. You know. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like when you read the Bible, there, I believe there's times where you read the Bible and you're like, you don't get what it's kind of saying. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. But then yeah. you can, days later, revisit months it later, yeah, revisit it again later, or somebody shares something with you, and then the Holy Spirit will reveal that to you. Right. And you're like, wow. What? You, you, well, you know, I, we always I, hear of people saying... I've read this hundreds of times and never got that revelation oh, yeah. of it. I, I always use the example of the prodigal son. I mean, mm-hmm. where I think one of the biggest lessons in there is the the brother. You yeah, know? I yeah. mean, it, it's really a lesson in 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 understanding and compassion and grace, and the brother understanding that he already had all of these things. You know, he he's you know, but but again, there's on the surface there's so much about you know looking at it from the father's perspective of loving a child and looking at it. You know that you love your kids no matter what, and looking at it from the the prodigal son's perspective of, you know, he didn't appreciate you know we had or all all the other lessons that we learned. But really, there's a huge lesson there in his brother. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. you know. But it's one of those things that you know I gets I went, overlooked. Yeah, I went many years without you know, without it being without having that re- revelation myself. But now I do, and I can never look at it the same way. That's, yeah, yeah, oh, that's, yeah. That's why I would encourage anybody who's reading the Bible. If there's an area or a passage that you don't kind of understand, hey, just go back to it another time. That's the right. Holy Spirit oh, yeah. can yep. reveal it to you. 
Oh, yeah. You know? And the good news is, is Scripture interprets Scripture. If you come across a passage that seems that, that, that throws you off or you're not too sure of one, uh, read all of the surrounding scriptures around it. Don't don't pull one verse and you know and that's the end all to be all. It, 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 read and see what's going else on in that particular passage, whether it's a letter, whether it's a narrative, whether it's a psalm, and look and see what's going on. And most Bibles nowadays, and if you don't have one, you know get you one. Most Bibles nowadays will have cross-references listed in them. So say it's that stuff in the margins or the little, the little letters. The footnotes. Right, the little footnotes, that, and it'll point you and guide you to other passages that either refer to the same thing or talk about the same thing, and that way you're not you know, getting the message wrong, if that makes sense. But it's, it's, it's so easy to forget what Scripture is actually saying, and especially if you don't have God's Word. I mean, when you look at, you know, this is 2017, 500 years from uh, when Martin Luther, you know, put his 95 theses on, on, on the uh, Wittenberg uh, door and the Wittenberg church door. And for so long, the gospel was hidden, or I wouldn't say hidden, but it wasn't being talked about and taught because it, was, it wasn't discovered until... In, at least in that region of, of Europe until Martin Luther saw, hey, wait a minute, the righteousness will live by faith. And it, it kind of just mushroomed from there, uh, from, act, from reading the actual original text. And uh, uh, so it's, it's stuff like that is fascinating to me. Um, and, and I think even now today, I think there it, there's a, always needs to be a constant remembrance of, you know, pause, time out. You know, you know there's so many things that are important in, doctrine and theology, whatever, and if you don't think that doctrine and theology is important, well, that's a doctrine and a theology. <laughs> so, <laughs> in itself. So, so, uh, There's it's, a whole doctrine and theology about people that don't think that doctrine and theology are important. So, Mind-bender. It, yeah. it, 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 that, that's your doctrine. That's your theology if you don't think it's important. Um, and it's important to, to kind of pause, time out, and come back to the source, come back to the fountain of living water, and that's Christ in the gospel. Very but, good. Uh, but so, yeah. so where were we on chapter 3? Chapter 3, verse 21, uh, the text says, And the Lord God made for Adam and for his wife garments of skins and clothed them. Uh, and, and we'll pause right there. Uh, I think there's so many moving things you know, with this verse, and this is obviously after Adam and Eve sinned, after uh, God you know, pronounced the judgments and whatnot. And remember, this is Adam and Eve, Adam and Eve uh, uh, sown, uh, I think it was, uh, you know, leaves yeah. to, to try to leaves? cover. They, they realized, Fig leaves, maybe. Fig leaves. Maybe. That's, what yeah. they say. That's what the Bible says, right? I think yeah, so. Uh, to cover their nakedness because mm-hmm. they had felt ashamed because they knew they had sinned, mm-hmm. and, and that was just revealed to them. Um, it, it wasn't like... Hey, the bear over there? Yeah. Here. <laughs> yeah. I'll just take his skin. <laughs> yeah. You right. Know, cover yourself with that. Yeah. Right. And it was just this, it was a, a uh, what's the word I'm looking for? A, a, a Ill, illegitimate, uh, uh, not functioning well garment. Uh, yes. Uh, that, uh, that was, that was I, exactly the perfect way to put that. I, that's a yeah. good, good <laughs> it's, description. I, I can tell that English is your first language, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, there's a word. It's like, like, like a, a not, not good. Not, not good. There's, but there's a certain like big word that I can't come yeah. up with right now. Um, well, and then God comes I would up, say they were shoddy. 
Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, uh, and, and God, they came, weren't made to last. Let's put it that <laughs> right, way. Right. right. Uh, and God came along and uh, you know, you know, gave them scar- garments of skins and clothed them. Yeah. Well, the first thought that comes to mind is, wait, whose skin? Right. And but he saw them. He saw that they had they had sinned against him. They now eaten from this tree. Now they were aware of their shame. And so they tried to cover their shame, and then God saw them, and he was just, you know, I think, I don't know if he took pity on them, but he was just like, look, okay, you messed up, but look, let me fix you up right, you know, because those fig leaves have got to go. Right. You know, I mean, they, you know, they don't, they're not, they're not doing the job. Trust me, Adam, I could tell, right? <laughs> so, you know, he made him, you know, made him some skins. And I mean, that's, that's, that's going to be so cool, too, yeah. that, you know, they just sinned. They just did something that got angels kicked out of heaven right. forever. Mm-hmm. And and it was like the one rule that they had to follow. <laughs> and they only had the one rule in all of the all of paradise. Also they would have had the only tailor that was on the earth. Yeah. Who can well, fit yeah. just perfect, you know? Yeah. yeah. And and in in God still, because he's a good father, comes down and he clothes his children the right way or, or properly. Right. And some notes that I wrote down was, uh, God takes our feeble attempt to cover our shame of sin and covers us in the righteousness, the righteous robe, the skin of Christ that was broken for us. And to me, that's how this passage points to Christ, is that how, how God the Father clothed Adam and Eve with something that I guess had to have died Unless, I mean, it doesn't say that God killed an animal and did it. And so let's not go beyond scripture there. Right. But, but I think, you know, he either, you know, let there be skin and, right. then it, and, it, and it poofed and it appeared. But I think it also speaks to that, you know, if it was the skin of something, it's, it's pointed to the fact that something had to die. Something had to make a sacrifice. Right. So yeah. that he could clothe his, his children who had, you know, had, had fallen. Right. And in the same way, you know, Christ's body that was broken broken for us, God then uses the the you know the 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 skin of Christ the 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 hide of Christ the the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world, and then clothes our sin clothes us with it so that we would be acceptable so we would have a proper garment and we were always like trying to find any and other, any and every other mean other than Christ to cover our sin up whether it be our works, whether it be faith in something else other than Christ, whether it's, you know, anything, anything that, that you would place your hope in other than Christ, that's a allegorical fig leaf of you trying to cover up your nakedness and your sin. Um, and so that's how, to me, that's how this points to Christ, is that uh, God, li- you know, figuratively clothes us with Christ. Um, there are several Old Testament cross-references that point to a righteous robe being taken from or given by God that will clothe the needy, filthy, dirty, and unrighteous, but didn't want to spoil a surprise. That's, right. that's, well, that's old, a, We're getting to those, right? Right. They'll eventually get... It might be a, um, a while from now, but, um, but they're well, definitely Well, seeing as how there. we're taking it about one verse per... <laughs> yeah. One, one verse per episode, so yeah, we got a little ways to go. <laughs> So, if as long as we stay in syndication, uh, we 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 should be have you know plenty of episodes. Right. Sure. So, so we'll end at episode six hundred and seventy one. Ought to yeah. be. We ought to get to the. But I'll be as about seventy five. That's right. As we close out the book of Genesis. You know. 
If I last that get, long. Get yeah. ready for Exodus, kids. Uh, <laughs> Revelation 1. Welcome to the Liberty Tree podcast. <laughs> ben? Ben. What? Oh, goodness yeah. gracious. Call that, a doctor. That's right. What are you saying? <laughs> now, but, uh, but, but um, so do we have a New Testament, uh, a, not, I don't want to say equivalent, but something that we, we can basically take that, that verse 21 from chapter 3 of Genesis that we can then extrapolate into the New Testament and find a, a sort of a cross-reference for it. I found a couple. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Galatians 3.17 says, For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. I think that's pretty, I mean, you know, just as Adam and Eve were clothed with the, the skin that God made, uh, Galatians 3.17 is pointing to clothing ourselves with Christ <clears throat> for all of you who are baptized. Right. I think that's a very mm-hmm. cool uh, reference. Notes, baptism, something that is done to us on the outside that points to something God has done to us on the inside and on the outside. Right. Uh, but ne- it's true. I mean, you, you go into baptism and you come up out of the water and you're, you're, you're sheathed in this new... Right. Cleansing, mm-hmm. you know. And here's a, a neat, interesting thing, uh, too, as well. I have never seen anyone baptize themselves. I've never seen anyone bapt- be baptized by themselves. And I think that kind of points to kind of something that God is doing, too. Meaning, I've never seen someone get in a baptismal tank and then dip themselves back and then say, oh, that's it. There's, right. there's usually... Yeah. It's like trying to tickle yourself. You can't right. do it, you know? I mean, <laughs> there, There's someone who's who's grabbing your hands... Because you know or, what's coming, you know? <laughs> yeah, it's like, nope, nope, not yeah. happening. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but yeah, in baptism, you know, there, there's someone there in the tank with you or in the body of water mm-hmm. or, or whatever, and, and they're, 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 they're pushing you under, or in some cases they're sprinkling for, yeah. for I mean that happens too. there's someone else that's doing it that's right, right. And, and, and delivering the word of God and the word of God and with water you have baptism mm-hmm. and I think in the same aspect that's how you know God you know puts us under to to kill old Adam and then brings us up into new life in the new life that we have in Christ right well it's actually, almost getting like rid of the the old covenant coming up with the new covenant too that's right think yep. about it yep. you know it's, yep, yep. It's cool. And uh, so I think we've got a, a quote from uh, Max uh, Luckadoo. <laughs> <laughs> Max Lucado. Lucado, <laughs> man. Yeah. Uh, Where have you been hiding? <laughs> I think he pronounces it Luckadoo. <laughs> Luckadoo. Luckadoo, Luckadoo. Well, but I, think, but I think it sums up what we've been talking about. Why don't you read it to us? Sure. Um, Let's see, uh, Max Lugato quote, <laughs> we eat our share of forbidden fruit. We say that we shouldn't, we say what we shouldn't say, go where we shouldn't go, pluck fruit from trees we shouldn't touch. And when we do, the door opens and the shame tumbles in and we hide. We sow fig leaves, we cover ourselves in good works and good deeds, but one gust of the wind of truth and we are naked again. Start naked in our own failure. So what does God do? Exactly what he did for our parents in the garden. He sheds innocent blood. He offers the life of his son. And from the scene of the sacrifice, the father takes a robe, the robe of righteousness. And does he throw it in our direction and tells us to shape up? No. He dresses us himself. He dresses us with himself. We hide. He seeks. We bring sin. He brings a sacrifice. We try fig leaves. He brings the robe of righteousness. 
Very yeah, good. That's a, that's a good quote. And I think it sums up what we've been talking about quite nicely. And um, I, I like the examples that he gives, especially I think that, you know, one gust of the wind of truth and, you know, our crummy fig leaves are, woo. That's you know. it. Yeah. So, and we're gone ex- with and the we're, wind. And we're, yeah. And we're, yep. and we're exposed. You know, mm-hmm. We're exposed with our, with our shame and, you know, and, and how we've fallen. So, yeah. Very good. But, um, and I think on that note, that's probably a good stopping point for us for this, you know, yet again, episode 14. 14. Right. I mean, that's, you know, that's quite a few in the, you know, in the stable there. The hey. archive. Yeah, that's right. It'll soon be like Liberty Tree uh, podcast uh, classics. That's right. Yeah, well, greatest, <laughs> greatest, greatest hits. hits. You know, <laughs> greatest we'll, hits. We'll have a, comp- a you know compilation album of all the times that Zach has sung at the beginning of it. <laughs> yeah. You know. <laughs> you know. Uh, but I got to get it out somehow because I'm not allowed in church. That's same. right. So. Are you allowed at home? No. But no. as always, we encourage you to, um, you know, if you have questions about what we've, you know, some of the things we've talked about today. The best place to start is, you know, with the Holy Scripture. Amen. Amen you know, to that, um, Ben. And, uh, but we hope that, you know, that you find something that you can apply to your daily life when you listen to this. And we hope that you are able to advance in your walk with the Lord. And um, we hope that you'll join us again for another episode of the Liberty Tree Podcast. If you ever have any questions uh, for us on the podcast here, feel free to send us an email at thelibertytreepodcast at gmail.com. We'll be happy to answer any questions you have, or if there is a topic or something that you want us to discuss on the podcast, feel free to let us know. You can find us on Facebook, The Liberty Tree Podcast. If you're on Twitter, our Twitter handle is at LibertyTreeCast. And also, we are on the church website, there's an icon on the website that's a picture of our logo. Just click on that. And to get to that website, it's familylifechurchswanee.com. Look forward to hearing from you. Thanks so much. More to come later. One evening as the sun went down and the jungle fire was burning, down the track came a hobo hiking. And he said, boys, I'm not turning. I'm headed for a land that's far away beside the crystal fountains. So come with me, we'll go. This was the Liberty Tree, podcasting from Family Life Church in Swanee, Georgia.